0: Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie Rickey of First United Methodist Church here in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Today I'm recording on my deck at the Parsonage, and, and it's just the most beautiful day. I couldn't resist getting to sit outside for a little bit and thought, um this was a good excuse to do that. I'm anxiously waiting for our trees to really start turning their fall colors. You can see a little bit this tree has begun, but for the most part, we're still uh, pretty green over here, which is really nice. We had, you know, a bit this summer where things were not so green. Um, So to have it come back is really nice and beautiful. Um, But today I wanted to, one, just give you a little heads up about things that are happening. Uh and then just to, to again take some time to reflect uh about our faith life together. So um if I'm not entirely sure when this goes out, but uh Dad's night out is Thursday night, 6 30. Talk to Dave Corneman to make sure that you are signed up to go to that. They're gonna be grilling steaks and they want to make sure they have a steak ready to go for you. Um, so uh, that is happening. Um Sunday is World Communion Sunday, so we will be celebrating Holy Communion that day, along with many Christians all across the world, across various denominations, and so that's a really special day. It's also a special giving Sunday in the life of the church, and so we want you to be aware of that so that you can be a part of that uh, gift if you would like to be. Also, the first Sundays of the month are Sundays that I, in the afternoon, head out to the Human Services Center uh, to lead in worship out there. And uh, if you're interested ever in coming to be a part of that service, I would love to have you, especially if you enjoy singing, um, because I can't sing and preach and do all the things very well. Uh, I have uh, Sarah, our worship leader comes with me. but she could always use another voice uh, to lend to leading this, the songs. And so if that's something you might be interested in, or if you'd like to come and read scripture, um, just let me know. Uh, we do that the first Sundays of the month at four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and we've done it in a couple months now, and it's something that I've committed to do. And I'll be honest, it has been really powerful, really impactful. uh uh the people there just continue to amaze me and continue to um be so grateful uh to to have that service and so um I would love to have you be a part of it if you'd like to be a part of it uh we will also Sunday uh, continue on in our new member class and so if that's something you might be interested in you can still uh join us or just let me know and we can do kind of one-on-one classes for you as well. Um, But we are grateful for the people who have discerned that this is where they want their church home to be and are making that commitment. That's really exciting. Um, So those are just a few of the things. We've got uh, confirmation. Next month, we've got a lot happening in October. We've got our soup kitchen is coming back. If you haven't signed up for that, make sure you do that. We've got Chunk or Treat coming at the end of the month as well. Um, that Wednesday night, we're going to be moving church up about 45 minutes. So church will start at 530 that night. Um, that's a little bit different, but we, we're we kind of rearranging things to make trunk or Treat happen um, and and kind of asking for that to be an all church event just like soup kitchen is an all church event we want chunk or treat to be as well so again even if wednesday isn't your normal night to worship come uh, get a little group together decorate a vehicle and have some fun Uh, we are also looking at partnering with trinity lutheran for that so um, that'll be really exciting we've been looking for ways to partner with some other churches just again to talk about and experience the unity that we have in christ Um, One of the ways we do that is with our Loads of Love laundry ministry that began at Trinity Lutheran. uh, And then as they saw the need grow, they realized it was really more than they could do on their own. And so they invited more churches in. the UCC church and us, we split um, kind of our commitment in the year. That's why we go every other month, uh, because the UCC is covering the other months that we're not doing. Um, And again, that is happening in November. so. We had September. We take October off. November will be our month again. I tell you, I know I talked about it last time, but it is such a powerful experience and such a wonderful opportunity for us to be sharing the love of Christ and to really be connecting with people that maybe do not have a church home and to be able to meet them in love and grace and mercy. Um, so I really, really hope that that uh, everyone in the church, this is my hope. This is my intention that everyone has experienced that ministry at least once. And so sign up, be a part of it. Uh, and we can use more people Um, it gets really busy and and it's not hard work but we just we can't be in like three places at once Um, and so please 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 consider signing up for that experiencing what that is because we are truly meeting a need in yankton and we are meeting people where they are and they're noticing they're seeing the love of god in action and and so I, i just want everyone to be a part of that uh, the other thing that we're doing is our youth groups are actually doing some things together. Uh, not too long ago, Trinity and our youth group uh, met at PlayX and had kind of a joint youth group outing, and they're planning to do some things, again, similar to that. And so, again, we're we're doing our best to try to to um, work together as churches, but also to remember our unity in Christ, that we are all um people who love Jesus, who are seeking to follow after him in what we do and who we are. And so I'm really excited about those things that we're doing and and hope to see more of that happen. The big thing, I guess, that I want to reflect on today is about um, the idea of discipleship. So um, a few years ago, gosh, it's been probably four or five years ago at this point, I went through a um, graduate certificate program at Dakota Wesleyan. At the time, it was called um, Nonprofit Leadership for Church Leaders. A certificate in... Yeah, something like that. It was called NCPL. Nonprofit for Church... (laughs) Anyway, they changed the name, which is probably good, because I can't even remember what it was. Uh, Now it's just called Practical Church Leadership, and it's a graduate certificate program. It's a year-long program that Dakota Wesleyan uh, piloted, and now they have it going uh, in multiple locations across the country. Uh, And it's really basically like a mini-MBA geared toward pastors um, or nonprofit, but particularly pastors uh, to help us... uh, with the administrative side of, of the job, because, um, pastors, you know, when we get called into ministry, we're not really called because we love to set up budgets and we love to, um, you know, do volunteer management. And because, you know, we love dealing with personnel and we love, spreadsheets. And, you know, that's not who most of us are. Are there some pastors like that? There are. And God bless them because they're amazing. Um, but for the most of us, uh, you know, we get into ministry for different reasons. And and maybe our primary gifts are not in administration. Uh, and so that program really fills a need. It meets a need for many pastors and churches. Um, so I was in the first uh, round of it. They kind of, we were the guinea pigs a little bit. Um, and and in that program, we do we do these projects. And my big project that I did for that program, something I've been thinking about bringing to Yankton because I feel like maybe it would be helpful. So I would need to partner this conversation about my project with an, a little background information and maybe to help explain where it came from. So what I did was a discipleship project. Um, can I ask you the questions? Question: If our mission statement is to make disciples, or here in Yankton, it's to grow disciples. How do we do that? How do we do that practically? How do we make sure that the people in our church are growing as disciples of Jesus Christ? Um, and so, I got together um, a group of leaders from the, the previous church that I served, and we started really diving into what that looks like. Um, what does it take to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? And and it came down to three kind of areas that we felt um, people needed to really kind of be a part of in order to really be properly discipled as, as a follower of Jesus. The first was community. And that looked like community worship Um, gathering together to worship God. It looked like fellowship time. It looked like (laughs) um, being in small groups with one another, investing in each other's lives, praying for one another. So we kind of looked at how do we develop community in the life of the church? And that's something I've been asking a lot about post-COVID is how do we build up the community side of our church once again? uh, COVID really kind of separated us um, and made it easy for us to sort of uh, continue on our faith on an individual basis, but not so much in in the life of the church and showing up not just for our own needs, but for others as well. Um, so that was the first side of it. The second, and there were three that we saw, so community. The second one was really learning. Um, and this looks like, um, you know, Bible studies. It looks like. Uh, small groups. It looks again. Worship is is partially in learning as well. It looks like discipleship of our children. So children's ministry, youth ministry, all has that learning component to it as well. Um, but really, uh, you know, for us to be in relationship with God, part of that is knowing God more and more, seeking after God. There's some sense that we're never going to fully understand God. There's always going to be some mystery to it. But if we're not pursuing after that, if we're not seeking after God, if we're not learning more about what's in scripture and what God has in store for us, um, then we're not growing in our discipleship. So much of what the disciples did when they followed Jesus around was learn what Jesus was teaching, learn what he was doing, learn how to do what he was doing. And that's the same for us. The third piece that I think a, a really critical piece and probably one that you've been hearing a lot from me because I, I really believe the spirit's been leading me to talk about it quite a bit is service. Um, Jesus and his final night with his disciples, when he was in the upper room, when he when it was, you know, this is my bread, this is my body. That night, Jesus got down and washed the disciples' feet. Each one of them, he washed their feet, and then he says, As I've done, you go and do likewise. Um, that you need to go and serve that you need to be people who are willing to serve um, that servanthood is is an integral part of our faith that we our life here is meant to be in service that it's meant to be not lived just for ourselves but for the sake of others and to help others and then we turn around and do that again and again and so those were the three aspects that we really saw in discipleship. So I created this discipleship journey in, in conjunction with this group for my project. And I just want to maybe share a little bit about it. If there's some interest in, in, in doing this, I'd be happy to do it. But my thought is maybe some of us feel a little like, I don't know where to go with my faith right now. Like I feel a little stuck. I feel a little, maybe I'm questioning things. Maybe I just don't know what the next step should be. And so we created basically like a mm, survey form that had kind of things listed under each of those three areas, community, learn and serve and it's stuff to just kind of in the last year reflect on where are you establishing a baseline so the I got this idea from when I was working out <laughs> and that is in past tense at the moment I am trying I promise I joined a gym I'm working on it but when Jason and I started uh, going to a CrossFit gym one of the things we had to do right away is establish a baseline And I had to do it here too. And and one of the ways they do that in the gym is you do this thing called a body scan. And they tell you how much muscle and how much fat and how much water and where your muscle is and which areas you need to focus on and blah, blah, blah. What it does, it's not fun doing the body scan when you are in the before stage. But it establishes a baseline of this is where I am right now. This is a snapshot of where I am. And then it helps give you direction on where you want to go. It helps give you direction on the areas that maybe you have neglected um, and that are maybe affecting uh, your faith life right now. (coughs) So, this survey thing basically is to help establish a baseline. In the last year, you know, I've, how have you been in attending? are participating in worship whether in person or online in the last year have you participated in any small groups or studies or or um done anything to promote learning of the bible um in the last year how often you know how would you describe your prayer life um in the last year so you know things like that in the last year you know have you participated in any fellowship opportunities with the church have you done any service project you know so like it has those kind of things again not to shame you but just to uh, establish a baseline of this is what I've done this is what I've not done oh interesting this might be why uh things are not going so well or oh this is what I'm really been drawn to this in the last year this has been really life-giving um once you do that at the very bottom the question is what would you like to work on for this year? What would you like to focus on? What would you like help with in this coming year? And so when I've done it before, it'll be things like I'd like to attend a Bible study. I've never done that before. That's my goal for this year is to do a Bible, is to attend a Bible study. Um, so to give an example of how, how it worked uh, previously is I had about 10 people that said that. I'd like to I'd like to attend a Bible study that I haven't. And I said, so what I was able to do as the pastor, because I would see those things, was to say, well, let's start a Bible study. Uh, Let's reach out to these people who said, this is the thing I want to do and find a way to make it happen with them. And we did. We had people attending Bible studies for the first time. I had new people leading Bible studies for the first time. Uh, I had one person that wanted to read the Bible that year that was their goal so i gave them a bible um that was i think it was a chronological bible because i said this might be helpful um to read it in a different way or uh, for some i gave them you know read the bible in, in a year and it was a reading program I said you know and and i'll ask you how you're doing like on a monthly basis just how's it going how can i help how can i support um so it gave us a lot of really good information as leadership for some programming that we could really focus on that people were were telling us that that they felt a need for but it also allowed me as to be your pastor to be able to come alongside you to be able to support you and lift you up and help you in the areas that that you really wanted something because sometimes we feel a little bit like we are uh shooting things in the dark because we we maybe see some like some trends of things that that people might want or need but then they're not engaging in it um and so this was a way to help with that does that sound interesting to you because it's been on my mind for a little bit um because again what i care about and what i want to do is to help you love god (laughs) right? That's what I want. That's what I want to do. I want to help you do that. And I, and it seems that, um, there's maybe some better ways that we can be doing that. Uh, and so if you would be interested, um, I would love to, uh, get this out to you and, and, and again, it would be confidential. So, um, I would see the forms and that's it. Uh, And it would be just kind of my ability to be able to check in with you on the things that you've told me that you want to work on or the things that you've said, um, this is my goal for this year. This is the thing I want to do. This is the thing I'm going to give up to God this year. Um, And then I can help with that because that's my job. My job is to love you, to support you, and to help you grow in your faith, to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, And so let me know. Let me know if you're interested in that. Cause it's been on my mind. It's been in my heart. Um, and I, I, I don't, yeah, I just, I, I think, I think maybe this is the right time to bring it. I've been kind of sitting on it for a little bit. Um, but I, i more and more, it's just been nudging at me that this might be, this might be the time. Uh, and so let me know, let me know if that is the case. Uh, the other thing I really want you to be thinking about and praying about is, is, uh, Leadership team. Uh, last year we moved to this leadership team. I've been really grateful for the people who are serving on it. <clears throat> but each year, three people are going to rotate off, and three people will need to come on. And it's one from finance, one from SPR, one from trustees. Uh, and so that's primarily what we're looking for. But each year, also we will open up the lay. Uh, lay leader position and all of the conference delegate positions for applications so that um, if someone is interested in serving any of those roles every year they can apply for those. Um, so we need to get those applications in, in October. We have our CHARGE conference in November and we need to be able to approve those at CHARGE conference. And so please be prayerfully considering that. Um, <clears throat> We want people that represent the wide demographic of our church. And so uh, if you're a little seasoned, if you're a little bit newbie, the requirement is that you are a member of the church. Um, We would love to have you apply. The application process isn't meant to be intimidating or scary. But you have to think of it that we, we went from having about 100 people serving on leadership roles in the church and we're down to 11. And... We want to make sure that since we cut down the number of people that are at the table making decisions, that those people um, understand the weight of their role, that they understand um, the responsibility, that they are committed to this church, that they have a deep faith, that they love God, and that they are willing to make the best decisions, that it's not some fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing but it, it's people who really have a passion for our church um, because they are being asked to leave they are being asked to make some big decisions and so that's why we do that um it's and and know that you know i had conversations with some people last year that i would considered applying and Ultimately, we determined at that time, you know, it's maybe not this time, but maybe this year is the right time for you. Or maybe you apply this year and maybe this year isn't the right time, but next year will be. Um, If you have a desire, if you have a passion, if you feel that God is leading you to this, um, then, you know, I believe that we will feel that as well. Um, So we want to get those in. Uh, the ones that I think will probably be um, the most interesting, and hopefully we have people who are interested, is the conference delegate. So one conference delegate does sit on leadership team with a vote, um, but we have three that we take with the way that the structure of it works. Um, and we've got a lot going on in the denomination. and. Um, our delegates are going to have a voice in that. And so that's something I want you to be prayerfully considering. If you have an interest in what's been going on, um, this might be the the way for you to serve. Um, this year's annual conference, our 2023, it'll be in Sioux Falls. So a lot less driving commitment as well. So that's nice. Um, but... Those are things to be perfectly considering. The big thing is that we moved to this leadership team so we could have more people in ministry, so we could have more volunteers doing the work that we are called to do. And I'm going to be honest that that um, I think more of you could be stepping up in that. I just said it. I just said it. Um, we know that for some, you know, there was a real... Um, you you were on the edge of burnout, and we understand that, and we wanted to give space for that and time to fill your cups. But there's no better way to fill your cup than than to be a part of the life of the church and to serve and to um, do the things that need to be done. Um, all of us can have something to do. All of us can be a part of it. Um, and so, I hope that you consider doing that. I hope you find the thing that you love. Um, and that brings you life and that brings you joy, and that you do it and you do it to the glory of God. Um, that's my hope and that's my prayer. Uh, I hope that you guys are getting out and enjoying this beautiful fall weather. This is gorgeous. Uh, so I'm going to maybe just take a few moments and uh, be still, be still in God's glory. And so I'm going to sign off for now. I hope to see you in worship very soon. Uh, and if you ever need prayer requests or prayers answered or anything like that, you let us know. Also, don't forget to be sharing your God moments with me. I have I have gotten some of the most incredible things uh, through God moments lately. And so it's a joy to me. So until next time, God bless. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us. On this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Sundays, and we have two options available. 9 a.m. is our contemporary service, and 10.30 a.m. is our traditional service. You can find those online as well at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or on YouTube.